Should who's who's leading? Should I lead this since it was my idea or Sure, go for it. Alright. Good morning, Thetis. Uh <laughs> or good afternoon for that matter. Um we've been streaming for a while. I don't know if Ethan's gonna record this, but <laughs> I'll probably like I'm gonna do my best to go through all fucking 10, 12 hours oh, and yeah. chop oh, it up. But yeah. also, where is the enthusiasm for that Good Morning Thetis? You're not gonna sully the good name. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Thetis! <laughs> that was so disorganized and horrible. That was the point. <laughs> Hell yeah. Alright, my name is Witchy98, I'm also known as Molly, and with me today, let's just go down the list on Discord in the general so it looks nice. Uh, we have these lovely people who've been with us for a good chunk of the day. Uh, so, who goes first? <laughs> Shit, that's probably me. Hi, yeah. I'm uh, Scotty, also known uh, for running the channel uh, Bioware Babbling. I'm Aaron, aka Neon Indus, and I, I'm on Twitter, I'm on <clears throat> Discord, and I'm on uh, Twitch. I'm basically everywhere and sticking up with those guys because I love them. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, your turn, uh, I think. Uh, I am Ethan, aka Baron, and I uh, enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Oh. <laughs> Random. <laughs> That's 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 from Anchor, that's from Anchorman. <laughs> oh, hi, we're dumb. Right, I'm okay. Uh, hi, I'm Hala. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Puffin Unity. I don't actually have a channel, nor am I very active. I just like to be on other people's, usually friends' streams. And yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. His nose is. I'm talking to this. I'm currently streaming Inquisition while we're while we're doing this. I'm, on your, I, I'm literally on your stream and I put like my camera below your camera <laughs> so that like they have something to watch rather than just me chatting. I am trying to make a very nice Kunari, but I'm not a big I, fan of his nose. I just launched Trespasser. Just the last oh, no. I have. So. Oh, who's, who's next? Oh, am I next? Yeah. Hi, I'm Nimble Toast Play. I run the YouTube channel Nimble Toast Play, which, yeah, same thing. Uh, <laughs> I focus on disability videos as well as uh gaming videos so and um i kind of thought it'd be fun to have a podcast in the middle of the day in case uh bioware released some stuff and lucky for us um they've made a blog post <coughs> with a couple of cool short stories um, so we could get to the short stories in a bit but we could probably talk a tiny bit about what the blog post said first um, sure. so, if you guys hadn't seen it yet, basically Bioware said thank you to the people who run unofficial Dragon Age Day for making such a cool event. Um, yeah. if you guys didn't know, we are partnering with unofficial Dragon Age Day today to raise money for Able Gabers. Um, it has been so cool to work with them. Uh, they highlighted us in their news newsletter, and they've been nothing but nice. Um, Nerdy Nick, who I've been kind of corresponding with to set this up, is so nice and so sweet. Um, so you guys should give uh, Unofficial Dragon Days all the love. So I just thought it was really cool for Bioware to shout out 
not only the kind of, I guess you could call it an organization because it kind of is, but they also shouted out all the different founders, past and present. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's very nice too because they're not, because they know that this is something made by the fans. They didn't want to take anything away from that, and I thought that was really cool. So, but also in the blog post, they went through about a bunch of stuff that they were doing. They said that they were going to give out gift cards, I think, at some point, and then that some stuff was on sale at the store. But at the end, um, they said that they are not releasing anything until next year. Which Ooh. is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's your short stories. I mean, yeah. it's also kind of to be expected, though. Like, we all kind of came into this knowing development-wise. They probably wouldn't be releasing any, like, trailers or anything new by, like, end of this year, beginning of next year, I would think, right? Really? Yeah, I actually thought they would. Really? Yeah. I thought they would hmm. at Game Awards, maybe. I thought at Game Awards would. they would at least give the name or something. Yeah. Maybe I mean, they... How much is this going to cost? They might be doing in Bioware fashion, saying that they're not going to be doing something, and then lie and then do, which they have done before. I don't know. Um, Bioware may also be like they want to more release it on their terms, and while releasing it at the Game Awards, like it's a good way to get hype. Like, definitely some hype up for sure. You know, they may curly horns, curly horns, Ethan. They may also want to. They may be also waiting to like. Yeah, we want to do it at a quieter time yeah. of the year. Drop mm-hmm. at least the name of it because they seemed. The one thing that I have noticed, and this was what they were kind of doing with Anthem 2.0, and then now, from what I've been seeing with Dragon Age 4, how they've been doing, the marketing for it, they are definitely trying to do a small trickle of information out mm-hmm. instead of trying to like do a trailer two years out and then releasing a bunch of information within like the six months of the game being released mm-hmm. um i think they're trying to do a small trickle of stuff and like show the development of the game a little bit um because oh. i know that's what christian daly's that what he said his strategy has been in the past so yeah. i'm wondering if that's what it is where it's like okay we're not quite ready to show off stuff in december but maybe January or February, we might either release more trailer. Yeah. Like, and I don't even know if we'll even get a trailer. Like, we may get the name of the game. We may get some more behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. Another, another thing I wanted to point out from the blog is that uh, there's been a lot of... Since the creative director left, a lot of people were like, Oh, I wonder if they went back to multiplayer. The multiplayer or live uh, oh, yeah. Hell no. Yeah. oh um, hell no. no no let me let me say something they okay. made it clear in the blog that it's going to be a singer player dragon age game yes well, no, so, no, no, no. ah singer player right? saying, yeah, yeah shut the fuck <laughs> up um i was saying <laughs> oh, hell no the reason why i i never believed that for a second that oh it's because he wanted you know multiplayer because ea flat out said no, yeah. I'm not saying that it was because he he never said he wanted multiplayer. People were scared that after he left, it's because EA changed what they wanted, and that's why I he mean, left. 
That would be a little weird. That would be a little, like, okay, it's EA, so I about trust them as far as I can throw my own head. Uh, mm -hmm. But when it comes to EA, they're usually not two-faced. They're not... No. They're usually not... And, like, in EA... They're very upfront about like, their okay, scumbaggery. Yeah, they have plenty of scumbaggery, but they have... But they are, they're not two-faced. Like, yeah. they flat out said, like, we don't... Yeah, no. Cut the... We don't put multiplayer in the next Dragon Age. They... They told Bioware to do that, which <clears throat> one of the few times they've actually stepped in on the creative freedom of Bioware. Really, in the last several years, in the last several projects, they usually haven't stepped on. They haven't stepped into the realm of create of what the team is doing creatively. So I don't think that they would secretly then two face and be like, actually put in that multiplayer. <laughs> Um, I also just want to say to ask too, when does EA Play usually come out? It's usually... Uh, EA Play is, I believe, in the summertime, usually. Okay. It's yes. usually... So... Oh, I can't remember, like... Tell me why we shouldn't... Um... Why you really something without the EA Play, they can destroyed. definitely do that, knowing, Everyone like, who attended how is dead, impatient their fandom is. For we, don't, you. we are well aware that we don't need, uh... You play to you think I'm responsible? From Age. Explain yeah. this. But yeah. They could do something there at, at one point, too. I... Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they're just trying to just release stuff on their own terms and on their own time. Because yeah. we, we kind of have gotten used, I think as a fandom, we've kind of gotten used to this schedule of like, Something's gonna come out during Game Awards, and then something's gonna come out on EA Play. I think that they're trying to just dead? not switch it up a bit, but happened? keep the hype up a little bit How by teasing yeah. a little bit I for the people in the fandom who are diehard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the people who are just general fans, like, oh yeah, there's short stories if they're interested, but if they don't want to read them, then, like, eh, it's fine. You know? I, I agree yeah. with you on that, and I actually kind of want to expand on that. I think, actually... Bioware is trying to control their own narrative more because mm -hmm. if you think about all the stuff that has been released what over, you know, how the, you know, the stories that have come out about Bioware and stuff like that have been generally from outside sources and one, they haven't always put Bioware in the, you know, in a good light. Um, but a lot of the times, like, especially on marketing, things kind of very much got out of hand for them. So I think what they're trying to do is increase the transparency a little bit. And really trying to help set expectations going in. It's a massive risk uh, into the world of just so then they can also help control the narrative a little bit of, it's not the only you know, the hype for the game. Like, we saw this with, um, the Legendary Edition. Like, it was announced. Like, the Legendary Edition was announced in a blog post. Yeah. Like, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. It was announced in a blog post of all places. But the first things that they said was like, Okay, y'all. This isn't going to be, like, a... Like, the Master Chief Collection or a Final Fantasy VII Remake level of, like, remaster. This is a simple remaster. Here are the basic things that we're going to be doing in it. We're going to give you more details later. But, like, this is what you should expect. And, like, it was very... 
wisely worded to make it very easy for everybody to just, okay, this is, you know, all the fans going in, this is what we were expecting. And it worked to fabulous effect. Mm -hmm. So, I think they're trying to do the exact same thing with Dragon Age 4. Which, like, I appreciate because it feels kind of like more... It's a weird way to say it, but like more intimate to the fans. Yeah. Because, like, it's not like... At, you're at a convention and you see a panel and they announce all this cool stuff. Or, like, it's E3 and they announce it. Yeah. I kind of appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Anybody oh, yeah. else got some thoughts? No, I'm I'm pretty happy they released that, and I'm pretty happy they're quite open about the fact that we're not gonna get something. Like, we're not gonna get anything. We're gonna they're like we're still working on it. We're still doing our stuff. Come. Then you it just have to be fun. patient with us. Where are you? I say we riot in the streets. I'm with Ethan. Murder! <laughs> Murder! <laughs> riot! Mayhem. My big problem is that there's not a lot of people in France that knowing about Open the gate. Which is we sad. are heading into the valley. Mm -hmm. That brings me back to my last point. Murder! Oh my gosh. Commit crime! Um, <laughs> Alright, well, I guess we can move on to the short stories. I think we all have got taken a little glance at them. Yeah. But I want to talk about them because they are so stinking cool. Um, and one of them is so cute. Can you just quickly tell me if Prochessna was in some way better? What was that? I'm sorry. Is my audio a little bit better? Not so much. It's way worse. Whatever you did is How about like this? That's good. That's better. That's perfect. Thank fuck. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't. Oh god, I need to quit the conversation. I need to lower you down a little bit now. It's good. It's perfect. Curse more. Yeah, curse more. Fuck. Won't know when I feel like is one of the most adorable Dragon Age stories I've ever read. Oh, yeah. Have you yeah. guys read that yet? I, I did. Uh, how dare one, it right? warm my? Yeah. How yeah, dare a warden story warm my heart like this? I it's so good. It's so good. And then I think we said when we were talking earlier, this is like the first time we've seen a dwarf and elf. And an elf. And pairing that isn't like a love interest and a PC. Yeah. Um, which is really freaking cool. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. I Including a character that we learn to know uh, through Seven Nights, who just mm -hmm. like Eska. Wait a minute, Drop I know you. Weapon. you. Now, yeah. Like, thinking about the story, yeah. uh, hunger. Do you really think I need a staff like, to be dangerous? Wait, wait. Is no, that supposed to reassure me? Although I, I, I really like them. The story is super cute, and it gives me hope <laughs> to see the warden. You're right. Uh, not getting a redemption. You don't need it. It really depends how you play your, but you should your have hero one. and how you see the thing. I cannot protect. But I'm yeah. like, this Mel says it's beautiful it. and so sad. Oh yeah, yeah it's sad absolutely. Remember, you like, agreed to come please, with me. Uh, I don't like where this is going because they're cute, but you know it's not gonna end well. <laughs> well, they're gray wardens, so it's like 
take these potions. You have that extra bit of expectation of like, oh. I mean, oh, no. it's either a sad death or it's a fast death. Um, so I'm kind Where of afraid maybe someone in chat can at answer. I camp doubt it. Every time I ask, we nobody are on our did own that. Even Molly didn't uh, get the thing, but when hmm. you're in Inquisition, there, what when comes? you have like the warden, you if have we flank no them, matter we may gain is, the advantage, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he says that the warden went on a quest. No matter what, if your warden is alive, yeah, your warden is on a quest. And I wonder if. Uh, if your warden died during Origin, if the Olesian warden that, became, that becomes commander does that too. I mean, that would make sense to I'm me. Yeah, kill. absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, from a I don't know if it's mentioned. I, I, I think I'm going to need to make a keep just to that. Because mm -hmm. if they are, then it's canon that the, the... They're trying to find a cure. Yeah, the cure is they're working on it. Like, the warden is working on it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a side plot or maybe even if you are a warden in DA4, like, one of your quests is... Like, not like a fetch quest, but you need to go get these things to be able to help us try to find a cure for this. Um, I feel like that'd be kind of fun. I'm also curious to see... Because the only other really marriage we see between wardens is like Alistair and your character. But, yeah, you... but like, at the same time, it's weird because technically he <coughs> is royalty. So kind of that cancels out the wardenship. So it would be kind of nice to see how... You can hear the um, you know, I just yeah, that, like that how thing. that looks. And then also, like, have you ever stopped to think if two wardens had a baby? What the fuck would happen to that kid? There's throw. Yeah. Like, that would be a blinded kid from the front. Yeah, I was about to say, like, isn't... I, th I swear I heard something that, like, wardens are sterile or something. They are. They are sterile. They're not. Uh, well, actually, yeah, no, because... Yeah, because... It literally says it in the codex, and you have a conversation with Alistair about it. Except yeah. that yeah. uh, other conversations can tell that it's just no, that okay. they have a very low chance to get it. And yeah. if you it together, uh, low chance with low chance, it's it's impossible. Technically, yeah, exactly. It's Although, it's like, uh, impossible doesn't mean it's not possible. Oh yeah. It's what I'm saying. So like, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of cool. It's improbable. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to see like. What did you do? Does that kid have like old god blood or is like now an old god because they got two blighted parents like that sort of stuff i'm i'm just curious what they do about it and then like it's hard to tell timeline wise which time this story happens and it seems i was correct that's true so it has to not be too long after uh what happens yeah with abeka Good to know. Mm -hmm. uh, Why called the wardens? All the wardens. I what? I don't. I, uh, Mel was talking about. Rogue Hello, guys. Mel, yeah, Mel was... was talking about. Uh, they are sterile, after okay. a while, because the taint gets yeah. worse. And oh, yeah, that, that, is why, or... that is why Riordan is not an alternative for the Dark Ritual, because he is too tainted. Like oh, yeah, that's true! Oh, yeah. 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 Clearly, that is no problem. Is Alistair? 
Yes, Alistair here I am. Is the defending Kalinhat? And is it Kalinhat bloodline is bullshit? A nice crossbow. <laughs> this is pure there. bullshit. Yeah. By the way, speaking of the Kalinhat bloodline, Bianca I think I finally figured out why Fiona got rid of the Name of the taint. It's not just because. Uh, she was... Uh, how should Absolutely I put it? Not. I don't think just anyone You're who got pregnant can there. become untainted. I think it's specifically the Kalanhad bloodline. If you're carrying an heir, then you get untainted. Because otherwise you'd be like, yeah, but Kalister uh, is a Kalanhad, so he wouldn't get tainted. No, it's because you're carrying down the lineage. Lineage, yeah. Well, one thing I'm kind of curious on then is because, like, essentially the Kalanhead bloodline is considered to have, like, essentially, like, a, the blood of dragons great floating deal through it. it. I wonder like if you. that some, has something to do with it a bit, as well. Yeah. I'm like, granted, that's an old-ass storyline that really hasn't been talked about in God knows how many years, but if they're trying to make other references to other medias, and, like, trying to tie in the wrangled untamed attitude. mess which is the Merely dragon sensible. age universe <laughs> yeah that i mean that, that might be an angle right that now. they go after Cassandra, and it could be it could be very interesting and supposedly your prisoner is wondering it makes me wonder how old fiona was when she got pregnant hi guys please let she's like in her comments Sorry. Alistair's bloodline is hilarious. Half mage, half grey warden, half orlesian, half elf, and then dragon blood in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Effie then it's says he's something it all. He's got it all. Mel says, yeah. And then says, it's like you took random parts of Thetis and blended, and there oh, you have right. Alistair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is even worse when you uh, make Kieran, because you're like, okay, so you're quarter elf and you are oh geez and you probably have dragon because i don't know what morrigan is but technically <laughs> there's that too because when you think the blood the if we believe what we read about the Ivanuris and and missile particularly no, there were dragons they had a dragon form so is it just the legend of the same thing dragon blood there's a shape shifter that could be a dragon. That was the, the like the first mother or the first uh, father of the first uh, descendant. Yeah. I'm like, ah, and I explained something. And after I so decided to get tainted on his own. Oh, um, sorry to interrupt, but Ethan, on my end, you look really laggy on your stream. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so. Nimble, yeah. sorry, oh, yeah, geez. So, uh, I interrupted. Uh, I can tell you exactly when she found out she was pregnant in the epilogue of The Calling. Mm -hmm. So that was like right at the tail end of the, so like at the like end of the book, <clears throat> after they go on their whole adventure and everything, that's when she finds out she's pregnant. Uh, mm -hmm. So God, when does The Calling take? Uh... It's oh shoot, I'm bad with timelines. Yeah, no, especially the Dragon Age. Rowan's oh yeah. No, no, so no, no, the calling takes place years <sighs> after, um... Is it like 20 years before DAI? 
Yeah, it's bef yeah, it's before DA. Yeah. Oh, God. way before DAO. Oh, wait, yeah, way know. before DAO. Yeah. Um. But it's like wait. I think there's about a twenty-year gap in between, um, the Stolen Throne and the Calling. Uh, hey, it's basically Alistair's age. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think it's is it is it fixed. Is the, uh, oh, there you go. The calling takes place in 99, says Mel. Is the uh, stream still being laggy? No, you're good. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it looks good. Alright. Happy says, yes, but if you remember, they had these charms or amulets or whatever that made the taint worse when they were in the deep road, so it's incredible how Fiona could get pregnant despite that. Uh, it's the power of love. <laughs> I was about to say, look, so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, what's happening? Like, okay, it, in my opinion, it's just because it's it's not about Fiona, although she was one caring Alistair. My controller rate at least stopped working. It's because the, the oh, father no. was Merrick. What the fuck? And because he was a talent had the. Yeah, definitely. All fair in love. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something I can actually pretty agree with. Like, especially with how we know how special that there bloodline we go. is. That was weird. There's definitely. It, it seems just a way uh, the architect found to. What the hell's uh, going on with this controller right now? The there you go. I don't know, but you're gonna oh, yeah. die! Um. I just think it's really sweet that they were like, would you marry me? And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought it was so sweet. That was adorable. Um, I want more romance like this that doesn't end in me tearing up, please. By the way, give me a nice romance. Yeah, they're gonna have a terrible end, but I'm, I'll be excited if we get to meet them in Dragon Age 4. The one thing I absolutely love, though, about the picture, like, it's an adorable picture, I have to admit. Um, mm -hmm. I really wonder who did the artwork for that because that's cool as shit. I also um, love the ogre. If you look at the ogre, and again, this is my forensics background coming in. Of all the places to shoot an ogre, why are you shooting it at the hardest part of its body? Because uh, art, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. I mean, like, don't it, it question cool. it. But like, look, there's a reason why there is one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven arrows in that part. There's a reason. So, <laughs> I can't find who the artists are, but I'm sure Bioware will release something talking about them soon. They're usually really good about yeah. that. Yeah, and it also, if it's also internal, you know, internal as well, that would also be interesting as well. If that is the art that's gonna be in the new Dragon Age, like that fucking pretty all the time, I will be flabbergasted. Mm -hmm. cool. I will be so impressed. Ooh, speaking of art and things looking really pretty, uh, especially this is going sound a little tangential, I'm ringing it in, I promise. With the rumors that possibly Bioware is wanting to go with the Unreal Engine for the next Mass Effect game, do you think they may try to do the same thing for Dragon Age, or do you think this is going to be the last game that they're going to do Frostbite with? They started development with Frostbite, so I would be surprised if they switched to Unreal. Yeah, well, Mass Effect's doing Unreal. Especially with how many development issues. No, that was confirmed. 
I can confirm you that Dragonish Four is gonna stay frostbite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that is. They confirmed something recent about. Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing we had about the new frostbite version was the hair, and they didn't release the. Hey, look at the hair we're making for nothing. Like we know why we wanted better hair. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, they. I think the engine tried to get better, so I think we're we gonna the game with it. Open the game. Yeah. Honestly, well, although uh, I think it depends how. Honestly, I think it depends how well Dragon Age Four does with Frostbite. That will probably determine what I, engine the next game goes to. Yeah, I honestly I don't know because you the problem is, in, this is something that people kind of need to understand is that um, they didn't they have been Bioware has been experimenting with Frostbite since I want to say 2009 2010. Like they have been. Messing around with it for over ten years. At this point, I think they have a good idea of what how capable it is. Like they know how it works. It's just I honestly would not be surprised if in the next Dragon Age game go, does go to Unreal because it's like yeah, we know what Frostbite is capable of, but. And this is more of a trend that you're seeing all throughout the entire gaming industry is not necessarily going with the most powerful engine, but going with the easier to work with engine. Like, um, yes. uh, the prime example of that is actually the Slip Space engine that they are, um, they use to make Halo Infinite. Uh, Microsoft spent $500 million developing that engine. Not to make it prettier, not to make it do cooler shit, but just but to make it easier to develop in, and to make spin-off and sequel games. That was its sole purpose, and I would not be surprised if more and more studios are going that way, and especially like we've already seen Unreal, the Unreal Engine do some amazing things in other RPGs. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Bioware's looking at that and is like, yeah, no, we're tired of doing this, you know, we're tired of doing this, we're switching to Unreal. Understandably honest. Yeah, we'll get to see what happens. I feel like it's hard to speculate when you don't have even a title or a trailer yet. Oh yeah, that's 100% true. Let's say that the engine word when it comes to video games, th this is very complex. Like, uh, Frostbite is from EA, and EA gets to decide what their company is. If they don't want all their yeah. games to go through, um, through Unreal and want their proprietary engine to get to be used, <coughs> that's gonna be used. After it's a term of negotiation, of uh, yeah. uh, discussing this direction, so I'm not gonna speculate on whether or not they're gonna use it, although. I would give a chance to Frostbite because we didn't see the new version of it yet. Yeah, and that's I'm true. I'm pretty sure they, the new version adapted after Inquisition <clears throat> because they saw what an RPG needed. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we're, working to, we're working on engines uh, in my degree. Uh, you, you tend to really get into <laughs> that to put the things together for the type of games you want to put yeah. the engine. I, I will say though, 
It's actually not true that EA forces their studios to do that, because if that's the case, why never... Apex should have been on Frostbite. Titanfall 2 should have been on Frostbite. But they weren't. Or, um, Jedi Fallen Order should have been on Frostbite. But none of them were. Um, and in... Which book is it? Um, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. They actually talk about how they got... Why they chose Frostbite. Because they were... Bioware was already looking for an engine at the time. Because the engine that they were using wasn't working out for them. So they chose... They chose to go with Frostbite. That was a choice that the studio made. That wasn't forced upon them by EA. Granted, EA made a hell of a case of like... Look, you can share resources with other studios. You'll, um... You can do a bunch of cool stuff with it. Everything's gonna look pretty... Like, on paper, Frostbite was the perfect choice at the time. Retrospect's a bit of a bitch about that. But, yeah, no, Bioware has never been forced to go with it. They have made the conscious choice to stick with it. And, again, this was not a decision that they made off of a whim. This started, they started all the way back in, like, 2009-2010. And they've been sticking, and they've been evaluating it ever since. That's understandable. You always take big risks when you try a new engine, but sometimes the payoff yeah. is good. So Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean... Good for, for, for Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. The problem is that Spotify shows its limits. At least the version they were using. Oh, yeah. It's on Andromeda, and they... Definitely showed this limit on Anthem because they couldn't do a lot of things. A lot of yeah, the stuff that they showed in the fake preview. Sorry. Oh, God. Mm. I'm so mad. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I want that game. If you had yeah. given me that game, I would have been so excited. Uh, that, that's the problem <laughs> pre rendered uh, cutscenes. <laughs> also. Yep. But, um, so mad. But, um, what, what I wanted to say by uh, Game Force is that the direction of my world made the choice to do it. But the dev had to, to go with it, even if they weren't with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you say when you cut the engine? That, that was more what I wanted to say. So they, oh, gotcha. You did it as a job within position. Aliana, have your men take up positions around the temples. They could have mm. done with the engine, but that's the limit they could have done. Yeah. And well, Anthem is doing it. <laughs> well, was, I mean, like... That was the limit. Yeah, and I've, and I've talked about this publicly before, but, like... Are you ready? I mean, you can just tell how hard it is to develop in that game. I'll try. Look at I don't know if I can how that. many games that Bioware produced this from... Um, and I'm just going to count uh, from 2000 to 2012. Then from 2012 to 2022. Which... I know, I'm not counting. That's a bad argument because the game size. Well, I mean. As well as how evolved that they made the new games that they've made. Yeah, true, but. Yeah. It takes a lot longer when you make a bigger game. True, but at the same time, you can even look at the spacing of the games and things like that and you realize. Like, Frostbite is. And we've seen this historically where, like, yeah, Frostbite is a. You know, something that in Unity or Unreal that could take maybe a few days to make takes weeks to develop 
in Frostbite. That is true. You know, like, and so, and like, in Bioware, and like, having development problems is normal. I mean, every, like, you know, some of these people in this, you know, podcast may be a little bit more um, aware of this than others. Uh, but development is fucking hard and a pain in the ass. Yep. Um, so, you know, the thing is, is that it just, it seems to be Frostbite compounded those issues immensely. What's going on here? The time they make to... We have an intruder. That's not just the engine. Play the canary. Yeah, there's... There's a very long process. We see, we saw that with Dragon Age 4. They changed the, you a lot of things. They need to do from the beginning. The it's not just the engine. Was the this vision? Then they had multiplayer, and then they took out multiplayer. It, it's you can't blame just the engine for all the development issues that's been going on. The oh no, that's why I said compounded. It definitely compounded the issues. Like they could have like. I also think until the next game comes out and we see what Frostbite does, we can't really judge. The reason being, they had to form their own tools and a lot of new tools when using Frostbite for Inquisition yeah. and now those tools exist. Well, yeah, I mean, well, they had to do that with Inquisition and Andromeda and Anthem. So yeah, no, I actually think, Nimble, you have a really good point of just the fact like, hey, you know, they're now able to actually build on what the tools that they've accumulated over the last 10 years. You know. Sorry to interrupt, but Mel might, might be going because her brother-in-law is coming over to play DA2. Woo! <laughs> and they're going full purple hawk. Uh, the menace Yay. of purple. I love having you here, hawk. Mel. Thank you so much for coming. It's, it's, it's been so good to meet you, and yep. you're awesome, and I hope you, you come around some more. We'd love it. Yep, we hope yeah. in the future. Hasta la vista! Hasta la vista, see you! That's a good transitioning point. I feel like development is always a big hot topic when it comes to the new Bioware games. So let's, oh, yeah. let's keep going. Right, I got a question. Uh, yes. Yeah. So are we, are we starting Among Us at 4 or are we playing it from like 3 to 4? Because like, are we ending it because it says on the thing, I'm pretty sure it said like till 4 o'clock, right? I mean, it's, it says 4 p.m. is when we're going to play. Yeah. So that's when we're starting. I mean, when does one can... Asia <clears throat> is ready to roll at 4. I'm unfortunately starting to fizzle, so make these choices. And based on your choices, chooses what I do. So... <laughs> Wait, what? What? I'm confused. Sorry, I'm confused. Wait, what's? She's saying that like she might not sit out if we go too uh, long. Uh, yeah, I have to. And yeah, my that's fine. Bo my body is starting to be like Sterling. You've been up for twelve hours. Yeah, mine, yeah. mine too. To be honest, that's why I was okay, asking. Okay, I mean we could do it earlier if we want. No, I'm I mean, just gonna let Asia know. It's up to you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> let me know. Uh, yeah, we can. We can Yeah, same. want to talk about the Eternal Flame as well? Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. Yes! Cool. 
Uh, so it's just one thing. The thing that unites both stories is basically love in different ways, which I thought I found was very cute. Mm -hmm. Three stories, guys. Three? Yes. Three. Wait, what? Three. Where's the third? Where's the third? It has to do with crows and assassins. No, 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 uh, that's from 2020. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? I thought that was 2021. Uh, the Wake is 2020. Hang on. Hang on. I need to go do things now, because now my brain's confused. I don't want to talk about the Wake. They didn't do a really good job of setting the blogs apart this morning when they got released. Go to my PM. <laughs> Alright, well basically, if you have not yet read the story, and if you did, um, it takes place 30 years ago, which means it would be before... Uh, this would be before okay, now the flight. Yeah. Wait. Wow, you bitch. Wait! What? What's what? happening? Then get, they're, they just gave us the, the time for, um... What? 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 Oh yeah, it would technically if we did the math. Okay, so 922 dragon nine, add 30 it years. Would it would be 952, 10 years after. Yeah, so 10 years after oh. inquisition. That is a huge wow. chunk of yeah, time. That's, that's a massive. That is. That is weird. a huge amount of time. Someone do the math. But if it's 10 years between inquisition and. Dragon Age 4? Well, Trespassers like, specifically. specifically, yeah. Uh, uh, Asia Solis' plan is not as bad as we thought it was, or put together as we thought? If it takes them 10 years? Guys, Asia's asking if we're good to go in about 5. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm I good. said yes, but... Okay. We just gotta figure out this math really quick. Anyways, while you guys are doing math, then I'll just summarize the story really quick. Basically, it's two necromancers. They find a skull. The skull's screaming. Screaming skull wants to be put to rest with his wife. They do. Really also, cute. Why does that image look like Dorian? Like, dang. Yeah. It kind of does. Did it? His <clears throat> name is Emmerich Volcarian. Like, there's a lot of similarities there, and it's weird to me. I mean, look. Look, Wait. pencil mustache are popular at the time. Okay, no, like Maybe. even the hair on top, like the stature, everything going like on his, there. It could okay. be like his uncle or something like that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. He said he had a huge family, did he not? Yeah. He did. You're even related. Oh, he's to got a huge something, all right. You know what? Hey, Anyways, um, I thought it was really cute because it's kind of reuniting love in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Like after death, there's still love. It's very cute. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I will also say I if I when I die I want to be that petty. Like I don't want to be a super powerful demon. I just want to be a petty asshole and just be like. Scream. The breach I got the timeline. So let me just check that. Uh, we got. It's all anyone has talked about for the last three days. Come on. So far, yeah. The okay, uh, Trespasser the begins the sky, in, in 944 Dragon and ends Lady Cassandra would want, um, no, wake in 944. And the events of and the Dark Fortress she? are in 945. They were in 945. So if we okay. take uh, 
30 years ago, in 922, it would be 952. It would be... <coughs> eight years? Seven, seven, eight, seven years, uh, eight years after Trespasser. So almost 10 years. That's wow. interesting. Because yeah, everybody insane. was thinking it was going to be like a year or two after, because we all thought that Solus's yeah. plan was like almost complete. This kind of just proves that... Oh, no shit. way. Everything. No, don't you, don't. That, that, makes, that makes me wonder when Tevinter Night takes place. Doesn't that make our favorite characters from Origins like in their 50s now? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, that makes an old man, and that would make well, Isabella... It also means uh, like, that... I'm saying it also means that the Which? warden, the warden and Alistair are probably dead. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be true. If it's yeah, like, shit. Ten, yeah, Ooh. they'd probably also, get their calling. Also, um, I don't yeah, like also, this. If Isabella is middle aged, she is now a milf. <laughs> she is now. Oh, a milf. Hell yeah! Hell um, yeah! But I'm also, this is going. It, it would also mean. 10 years that the Inquisitor is either in a Chantry-controlled Inquisition or a very small yeah. by-like Inquisition. It would be very interesting to see how in 10 years those different Inquisitions turn into. Yeah, so I have my a Scotty tinfoil conspiracy theory, which I don't have any tinfoil, so I will use my cat as my tinfoil hat. Oh my god. Um, so... My conspiracy theory, the game is going to start well after Solus's plan has already go gone to fruition and everything. It's already had happened and stuff like that, and now we're dealing with repercussions. That's no, I don't point. like that. I want to so, see um, the whole thing. Hala, do you think we exposed what we talked about last time? Thanks, Ethan, for the 520 to get us to 605. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I, th I think we can talk about it. I think it's all good. Um, a friend of mine pointed something, and I'm mad at myself because I didn't notice that before. I'm gonna share to you uh, an image that we all saw in the uh, <coughs> behind the scenes uh, of Bioware. I'm gonna post yeah. it in uh, this void chat discussion. This one. So the um, for the chat, it's the <coughs> the solace with the the blue uh, the blue smoke around with the wolf. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! That is that reminding you of something? No. If I tell you, uh, Lyrium. Ooh, awkward. Uh, yeah. So uh, my I... friend was just uh, finishing to read Seven Nights. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she finished the games and everything, and she saw the behind the scene, and she was, oh, and uh, it sounds like Solus is very different in the book. What if he was trying to find his new power through Lyrium because he knew that Red Lyrium was bad, but ancient yep. elves used Lyrium, and why not trying to use that and getting powers out of it to destroy the veil? And I was, wait, wait. <laughs> That actually could make sense. I mean, yeah. after ten years, his moral co morals could have definitely have changed. Oh, it's so weird to think about, though. Just like, I knew they were gonna age eventually because you know time goes on in these games, and 
But like, just think they can't help you because they're just getting too old to deal with it. They'll be advisors and be like, hey, but they won't be able to be like, hey, let me take up a sword. Yeah. Yo, imagine, imagine fucking uh, Varric's going to be all grayed out. No. He's gonna, he's no. gonna, he's gonna have some uh, black, the uh, black wall in his uh, concept no. art, kind of gray. I still have not jumped Varric. He cannot well, die. I, mean, I want him to be a romance option so bad in the next game. And there's like some yes. theories that that's probably that gonna be like. Gonna tw- he's probably yeah. gonna be like 20, yeah. 30 years older than us. <laughs> I'm fine with yeah. that. So what do we get from? these two short stories we have a definite not a definite but a pretty solid timeline of when everything is happening which leaves speculation that we could talk about um a bunch could have happened with the wardens in 10 years they could have found a cure for the blight in 10 years they could have the inquisition could have fallen apart completely in 10 years there's a ton of shit that could have went down so it would be really interesting to see, like, it will make the catch-up part of, like, you know, like, the beginning of the Inquisition, and, like, you see Varric, and you're like, what happened? It will make it, like, 20 times more interesting if we see other characters if it's that long a time period, so. Same time, yeah, it kind of sucks, because I think they're, they might be doing that so, like, the consequences of your actions in Inquisition aren't going to be as big. Like... Uh, Making f- Vivian Justina or like yes and no. So it depends how ambitious they could be. Oh. That, that could be actually even worse by doing that. So they could yeah. have okay if they did this choice compared to <coughs> he because we have three choices. So we can mm-hmm. have three different words. Because <coughs> if you harden Liliana then it's that's like a whole yeah. different ball game. Oh god. Yeah. Could you imagine a hardened Liliana being, like, divine for ten years and the fucking, mm-hmm. like, rampage she could have gone on? Gosh, I to hope To try not. to keep diversity? <sighs> okay, I don't know how to do the <laughs> proximity chat, by the way. Alright. Oh, uh, well, you want something? since we're yes. trying to set up Among Us, I'm gonna make this the official end of the podcast. Um, in case Ethan wants to cut this as a podcast. So, um, thank you everybody for watching, listening and watching and donating. Um, we have had a fantastic time doing this and we will for sure be doing this again. Um, if you want to stick around and watch us play Proximity Among Us, we would love to have you. So, stick around, stick around.